Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shear, founder and CEO of Tribal Knowledge Podcasting, and my guest is Marilyn Mead, VP of Marketing at Winmo. Marilyn, it's great to have you on the show. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for the invite, Jeremy. You are very welcome. So tell us about Winmo. So Winmo is a sales prospecting tool for the media and advertising industry and marketing services industry. We, for those who don't know, track over 35,000 national advertisers and the agencies they work with and the decision makers within their ranks and where they are, where and when they're spending those marketing budgets. So anyone who is looking to do business with major brands and or ad agencies is essentially who would use Winmo. Okay. Very interesting. And so tell us about your audience. Who are you trying to engage through your marketing? So we primarily have four target verticals. It would be across the board sales professionals or new business professionals, anyone who's in charge of generating new business, across media, agencies, ad tech, and sponsorship. So media, meaning anyone from TikTok to iHeart to CBS, um, ad tech and MarTech, anyone from Salesforce to Centro. Sponsorship would be sports teams, nonprofits, engaging brands for partnership opportunities, and then ad agencies, any sort of marketing service or ad agency. There's, there's definitely use cases outside of those verticals, but I would say those are our primary, four primary targets. Okay. And so, Related targets, but each have their own individual things. So, and I imagine the the challenges you face and and the strategies you need to use to get through to them are at least a little bit different. So, let's start with the challenges. What challenges do you face in getting through to to these targets? And if it makes sense just to focus on one in particular, that's fine. I think you already sort of hit the nail on the head. Is that we do business with these with sales professionals, new business professionals in these four verticals, and they all speak different languages. And that presents Mm. a unique set of challenges. So what we do is surface opportunities with advertisers, agencies, and the same opportunity might be relevant to all four verticals, but they speak about it with different language. And what resonates with one category might not resonate with with another. So one of the challenges we face is just making sure that we're presenting information in a way that resonates with the person who's receiving it, that resonates with their particular challenge or problem they're trying to solve and speaking the language of their, that's, that's resonating with them. Okay. Interesting. So give me an example of a way that you might speak to people in one of those verticals that just wouldn't quite make sense or resonate with uh, someone in in a different industry? Sure. So one of the things we are, as a marketing and sales organization, Winmo is blessed that a lot of our content is just comes from within our product. And one of the things we highlight is, is sales opportunities. Let's say there's a new CMO at a major advertiser. That's a major new business trigger that a lot of our different potential users and current customers would care about. So new CMO hire for an ad agency, the way we would present that information is there's a new CMO at brand X. They typically hire new ad agencies within this period of time. Now is the time to build a relationship with this advertiser. 
Whereas if you are a sports team or sponsorship seller, that's not quite how we're going to pitch the information. We would say they might be investigating sports marketing partners, but that that language wouldn't resonate with ad agencies. So it's just a little bit different presenting the opportunity, although the new business trigger is the same, framing it in a way that allows it to kind of have a light bulb go off for the end per the end user for them to say this is a relevant opportunity for me. Okay. So it of course makes total sense that you need to speak your prospects language in order for them to understand you, right? And and to get through. So how do you learn those languages? mostly just by experience with our customers and being as close to our customers as possible. And we have an in-house team, I would say, of expert advisors who know these spaces extremely well and work very closely with our customers. In a lot of cases, they themselves have come from that background. Mm -hmm. Either they've worked at an ad agency, they've worked at a media company, they've worked at, at a sponsorship or ad tech company. So I would say just relying on our in-house experts and the feedback that we get from clients and building good relationships with customers so that we make sure that we continue to speak their language as, you know, industries evolve and things change. Okay. And so when you're learning directly from your customers, how does that, what does that actually look like? How does that happen? It can be any number of things. One would just be just very high level chorus recordings or gong or whatever, you know, meeting, meeting recording software is used. I think that those are absolute gold mines for other people within the organization. If you're in marketing, listening in on sales calls and customer service calls and client onboarding calls, just to, you kind of get a glimpse into the thought process of your end customer and you see what resonates with them. And you can tell by the questions they ask how they're, the, the kind of language that they're using to describe things. Because often it's different than maybe your product development team or your marketing team mm. might call something slightly different. And, you know, that will create a disconnect that if you're really tuned into how your customers are speaking, you can overcome that disconnect and make sure that there's nothing being missed in translation. Yeah, that's a great point. And the details really matter, right? Just like how you right. refer to something can make a big exactly. difference. Yeah, and it can, just in all- it can be the difference between sometimes if you refer to something, it'll immediately be in a way that somebody else doesn't. They'll just tune you out for the rest of the meeting because they'll think this isn't relevant to me. So you can easily mm-hmm. create disconnects. You can also really easily create connections if you are speaking their language quickly right off the bat. They sort of tune in more to what you're saying and are paying super close attention because you're speaking to the pain point they're having or the problem they're trying to solve. Yeah, great point. You know, it makes me think kind of like if you're traveling, you know, back in the the pre-COVID times when people did that sort of thing more frequently. And if you're in a country where you don't really speak the language, it can be kind of disorienting. And then if you meet someone who speaks English or whatever, you're like, oh, total stranger, but you feel some immediate affinity just because you speak the same language. It's like a relief and you can communicate. Yeah, like you get me. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's obviously a whole different context, but a little bit similar, right? That if you if you're not if you're not using the prospect's language, then either they might not even understand what you're talking about. Or they understand, but you're sending a signal like you don't really get them. You're not really in their right. world. You're just trying to 
you're trying to sell them something. Right. It's missing an opportunity not to, the opportunity is not to sell them something. It's almost to be, like I said, an expert advisor in their space. And I yeah. think that that's what one thing that Winmo, dif- how that differentiates Winmo is that we're composed of people who really understand the marketing and advertising industry and people sort of our customers and prospects look to us, not just as a sales tool, but you know, will look to us for other things and say, how, mm-hmm. what would you recommend I do for my sales cadences? How would you recommend I strategize my new business outreach? So just creating connections that are based on authority and earned authority in, in your space. Yeah, that's definitely where you want to be. So now you guys have a podcast called Win More. We do. And I'd love to hear about it. What role does the podcast play in all this and helping to position you guys as trusted guides and coaches? Sure. So we actually just had a meeting about this today. The podcast, uh, as you know, it's a constantly evolving thing, or for us, it has been a constantly evolving thing. I know you're intimately involved with many people who have podcasts, so you've probably seen different evolutions. It started out sort of at the beginning of the pandemic as a way for us to connect with our audience and to serve what we were initially doing is just serving up bite-sized sales leads through a podcast, you know, and taking them from our product and positioning a couple of sales leads a day in a very conversational, personal forum. It was started by our customer success manager, John Zaldonas, and actually one of our product development guys, Joe Winter, started at the beginning of the pandemic. So that was the original format. It was just a way for us to deliver useful, helpful information to sales professionals, especially at the beginning of the pandemic when people were sort of brands had slowed spending or some people were paused. We were pointing out who who represented a source of opportunity in a challenging Mm. time. As we've grown, as the podcast has grown over the past year, one of the things we're noticing that we were talking about today is some of our most listened to episodes are not necessarily the ones where we're outlining sales opportunities, but when we've got a guest from a different company who's sharing their perspective on sales processes or techniques or outreach strategies. And both I would say when we have someone on from from an, another company and also just our internal team, just having them mm. on the podcast to share about bigger picture things than specific specific sales leads. When we zoom out a little bit and talk about market trends, analysis of ad spending, things like that, people that seems to be resonating with people more. So I think what's starting to happen is full circle to what we were just talking about is it's becoming like a source of thought leadership and trend analysis that our customer base and and our industry is looking to us to sort of share that knowledge and and help them interpret bigger picture trends. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the podcast has become part of that effort. And of course, as you described before, you're you're sharing that knowledge in in all kinds of different ways. What is it that the podcast brings to to your suite of channels that you like that you think is uh, is an advantage I think that one it's an opportunity to have a more personalized tone the fact that it you know it's mm-hmm. run by our customer success manager John Zaldonas who's 
He's he's got a great personality for it. It's just conversational, informal. I think that anytime you can put a personality behind a brand or, you know, any sort of B2B marketing effort, it's helpful. It doesn't feel salesy. And if you've listened to our podcast, it is not salesy. It, it it's not, mm-hmm. you know, it's not a pitch of Winmo at all. So I think that having that having a, a source of authority that's not pushing itself on you, that's sort of just Presenting helpful information has been valuable for us. It's also, there's other, you know, sometimes you have the opportunity to present information at an event or a conference. And half the time, by the time the conference rolls around, what you're presenting about is no longer relevant and and other Mm. market trends have kind of become bigger stories. I think the cool thing about a podcast is how real time you can offer commentary on a specific situation. So, you know, we're talking about, you know, when, when sponsorship, NBA sponsorships or sorry, NFL sponsorships starting to come into play. We can talk about that this week. If something big and newsworthy happens, we have an opportunity to offer our take on it sort of in that moment. So I think creating a sense of real time reaction and analysis to things that are happening that our prospects care about has been very valuable. Awesome. Okay. So final thoughts. What's something you've learned over your career that you could share with our audience that could help them better engage their audience? Let's see. Looking for some words of wisdom. I I think the biggest takeaway that I have is just to meet people where they are and look for the places that your prospects are and what they're trying to do in that arena. We've had a lot of success with over the past year, we launched a Slack channel that serves up sales leads to our customers on Slack. We do the same thing with our prospects in a LinkedIn group. So looking for them in the arenas that they're naturally already working in and serving up information and connecting with them in an environment where they're already working. So considering sort of the mindset of the person you're talking to, what they're likely to be doing on that platform, whether it's a social media channel, whether it's email. A lot of our most successful emails are intercepting someone who is, you know, looking for sales leads, just looking for a specific sales lead and and delivering something to them and saying, here's this piece of information, not pushing Winmo on them, but saying, hope you found this valuable. If you'd like more of this, let us know. So meeting somebody where they are, where they're, you know, trying to solve a problem and then helping them solve that problem right there. Yeah. Doesn't get any any more basic than that, right? Great, great advice. Well, Marilyn, thank you so much for a great conversation. Really appreciate it. Likewise. Thank you, Jeremy. That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. You know you want to. If you're a marketer or an internal communicator and you're interested in podcasting, we've got tons of free resources on the website at tribknowledge.com. That's T-R-I-B knowledge.com. Thanks for listening and staying engaged.